Hey everyone, welcome to the All Things Mock Trial Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Barnes, a mock trial enthusiast. On this podcast, middle and high school students explore the mock trial experience with experts in the field. Stay tuned for our sidebar conversations. On today's podcast episode, Seniors Reflection, our guests are 2021 Harlan High School graduates who placed top 10 at the Iowa Virtual Mock Trial Tournament. Representing the team are Hannah, Josh, and Brooke. They have participated in mock trial since middle school. All are longtime mockers. Also, here with us today is John Wheeler, Director for the Iowa State Bar Association, Center for Law and Civic Education, who heads the Iowa Mock Trial Program. Thank you all for joining us. Congratulations, graduates. We appreciate you sharing your mock trial journey with us. Each of you participated in mock trial for seven years. Let's take your story back to the beginning. How did you get started in mock trial? Brooke, we'll start with you. So our coach in middle school, Ms. Tickley, she's our talented and gifted advisor. She kind of reached out to people that she thought would be interested in mock trial. And we had to do the whole application thing and get selected. And I'd always known Ms. Wrinkley and I loved her and I knew Josh and Hannah were already my friends and other kids that were going to do mock trial. So I thought it would kind of be the perfect opportunity to put myself out there and do something that I didn't really have any experience in, but I thought it sounded super fun and it was super fun and it's been a great experience, I think. Josh? Yeah, I was just going to piggyback off talking about the admission thing. The way they kind of did it is like we had to write one paragraph, which as sixth graders can be like a just a little bit daunting at that point in time. So I kind of remember that and just she asked about experience with like geography B, spelling B, speech contest, like those sort of things that might lead into mock trial. I first learned about mock trial from my sisters, actually. I've got three older sisters and two of them did mock trial. So when they were in the program they would actually have me help them like memorize their questions, memorize their lines. And I just thought it was so cool. Like I, I would always ask all these questions about what was going on and why were they asking these questions to this witness? So I'd kind of make them explain the entire case to me while I was helping them. And it was to nine, 10 year old me, it was like the coolest thing ever. So, you know, when our teachers came into our classrooms and asked, you know, this is mock trial, who wants to be in it? Immediately, I said yes, and I think I think several of my friends I convinced to do it because I was like, "You have to try this. This is so cool." And once I was in it, you know, I I just fell in love with it. Yeah, that's kind of I didn't mention it, but it was kind of the same for me when I was in fifth grade. My sister was in eighth grade mock trial, so I remember dropping her off at the school early to go to her competition and being like, "Wow, she gets to stay in a hotel overnight for state. Like that is so skip school." I know. I was like, I want to do that. And then I remember my mom looking at our little fifth grade class of friends because we've all always been friends. And she's like, you guys are going to be a great mock trial team because you're all so smart and so 
even like from elementary school, I was like, oh yeah, like I have to do mock trial. My sister did it. She loved it. So I was just so excited to do it. Now, normally the transition to high school for some middle school students can be daunting. How was the shift from middle school to high school mock trial? I think I can say for all of us that it was kind of a shift, especially for our high school specifically, because we have two very different styles, middle school to high school. Mrs. Rinkley is our middle school coach, and she's very hands-on. You have a lot of high school helpers, whatever. And in high school, it's nowhere near as organized. And that year, our our high school coach, Mr. Murtaugh, was actually having problems with his hip. So he was gone for long portions of the season. So we had two teams that year, and Hannah and I were basically teaching four people on our team how to do mock trial in the first place and then dealing with everything else. So it can be a little bit of a shift from middle school to high school. Yeah, I was on a different team than them. And definitely it was very different styles of class. Just in middle school, you're kind of are given an outline and you're given a structure that you can go with. And whenever you needed help with something, you always knew you had someone there. But once you moved into high school, it was a lot more independent, a lot more fend for yourself. Like you have to write your own stuff and people kind of looked over it, but not really. We have definitely, I think, become very independent in high school. Like we write everything ourselves and we do our own rehearsals. Like we kind of just rely on ourselves. And I remember I was a freshman with a bunch of seniors and I was so terrified because I was like, I just went through like a big dog in middle school. And now I'm like, with all these people that are, I thought was way better than me and I was terrified, but it all worked out and it was super fun. It was just definitely kind of a shock. Yeah, definitely. Like they said, it was a lot more independent, but I definitely think that it did help us in terms of teamwork. I think, you know, in middle school, you rely so much on these authority figures that, you know, they're right all the time and you do what they say. But when you're in high school, you kind of are depending on each other to help you. And so it's a lot more of a collaboration instead of being told what to do. And I think I think that was very good for us in the long run because we got way more creative. We learned to think for ourselves. We learned to improve um, ourselves and it made us stronger as a team, for sure. In Mock Trial, you work together, like you said, Hannah, as a team with attorneys, witnesses, and coaches as well for several months preparing for a tournament. Describe... How did your relationship as a team change over time? I like to think that, you know, every single year we get we get closer to each other and we get more connected to each other. I think, you know, the first year it was a little bit more difficult because we did have about a little less than half of our team was people who have never done mock trial before. And so you had, you know, you had a group of people who had been working with each other for two years and then a group who was a newcomer. But I think we really worked on trying to create just a baseline connection, a baseline respect with each other. We did a lot of team bonding just to respect each other as people and to like each other instead of just working together all right. And so over the years, that's something that we liked to focus on is just team bonding, not as team members, but just as people first. So we have that baseline respect and have that baseline trust because it really helps us in the mock trial setting. 
kind of related that three of the four people that joined with us knew when we were freshmen ended up being the same on our senior team. So they caught on really quickly. So that was really nice. And I think going based off of the like trust and friendship factor, I think my favorite year personally was senior year when we had everyone seemed to get along really well. And this Zoom format kind of made it so we were running Zoom practices together. We had to set those up outside of school. We were constantly with each other inside of school and whatever. So it just made it be even people who are three years younger than us on our team. I feel like we're very close with them. One freshman and everyone else is a senior or junior. And we were actually really surprised at how well she fit. So we're very glad about that. I definitely think working through the pandemic problems this year made us super close. Like, I felt like our team this year had about no drama. Like, everyone was seen as equals, kind of. There wasn't anyone that's like, oh, I'm better than the other person, or this is the weak link. Like, we didn't have a weak link this year. Everyone kind of respected each other, and we trusted each other in competition that they would do their best and that they were preparing the best they could. And I thought this year we were extremely close. So I thought it was really fun that way. Now. You discuss building relationships, using team bonding, and just really focusing on concepts like basic respect. And what captivated you to engage in the mock show program for seven years? I think that definitely lots of people ended up kind of dropping out after middle school or as the years went. But I really like seeing our progress year by year. Like, after we would get done with state one year, it's just like, you just get so excited for the next year. And I was, I always was like, I can't quit. Cause this is like, it's one of the most fun things in my life because I mean, mock trial is just awesome, but I definitely think just seeing our progress each year and seeing everyone just improve dramatically every year made me want to keep going and continue throughout all of middle school and high school. Yeah. I definitely think that mock trial is different from anything I've ever done before in high school or middle school. I'd like to think of it as like a sport, but for your brain, because, you know, in sports, everyone knows how to play, but every single game is different. You have to react in different ways. And that's the exact same thing with mock trial. Everyone knows the case. Everyone knows how to make objections. But when you're in that moment, you know, nothing's guaranteed. And so your brain is working like a mile a minute, trying to think of all these changing factors. And it's just, it's really, it was really, really stressful, but it's, it's really fun. And it keeps your, it keeps your brain active for sure. What I cherish the most about Mark trial is doing all that and then doing all that with your friends. Cause that makes it all the more fun. And it makes it so that you truly enjoy it, even though you are stressed, maybe beyond the limit sometimes, but you have people there who are helping you and are going through the same thing and know exactly what you're talking about. So that's kind of why I've always done it. Over the years, you've examined both civil and criminal cases. Describe your favorite case and elements of a good mock trial case. My favorite case, I think, was freshman year when we had State of Iowa versus Devin Emerson. I thought the arson case was definitely an interesting twist and something that we hadn't really done before. I just remember, like, we had the whole whiteboard like set out we were trying to trace where people had gone on the map and whatever did the timelines match up whatever it felt it was really fun to do that with 
you know, with the team and with our coaches and just trying to get that understanding. It was just really fun. Yeah, I know everyone, it's kind of a tradition, but everyone's like, we want a dead body. Like we want someone, we want, it's so bad. It's so morbid. But everyone always wants like a death because I don't know if it just makes it a little bit eerier or what. That was definitely my favorite. I loved, I kind of like the excitement in the case and kind of, I like cases that one side isn't really stronger than the other. Like in your brain yourself, you're just like, I don't know who actually did what. Like whenever I'm on a different side, I think a different thing. And that's kind of the most fun for me because when you're arguing your case, it makes you think a lot more and it makes you a lot more passionate, I think, as well when it's not so obvious. I know we've talked about this before among our teammates, but I think all of us do really enjoy our freshman year case, especially since, you know, you have the arson, you have the murder and the robbery. It all feels very like a, like, like a crime show, you know, but I also really liked the family element of it because you had all these characters who were very close to each other testifying against each other. And it definitely had, you know, the potential to be very emotionally charged. I think a close second for me was probably our junior case, the Taylor Gates, State of Iowa versus Taylor Gates, because of there just was so many factors in that one. You had like three criminals testifying. One of them was, you know, guilty of like the same exact crime as the defendant. So definitely those those aspects that are that put doubt in your mind that you're able to interpret many different ways. So you're trying to figure this out. You're at the whiteboard saying what actually happened that night. And everyone's arguing because there's so many different ways to interpret it. It's just, those are my favorite cases because you can read it 10 different times and come out with a different outcome each time. I agree. The more doubt in a case, the better, because you go into competition, not really knowing what the other team's going to argue. And for me, I love thinking on my feet and like kind of being met with a surprise in competition. So I definitely loved all the uncertainty in cases and the going back and forth and all the curveballs. I think that makes it a lot of fun. So all three of you mentioned criminal cases. I'm so disappointed. We like <laughs> <I> mean, criminal cases. <laughs> I know, and, and because it's easy to have the dead body there. From a from a case creation standpoint, it's a lot easier to get the balance that you, you're looking for so that either side could win both legally and on performance with a civil case. But what you're telling me is that you like that whole aspect of piecing the problem together and having multiple ways to do that. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. And I'm kind of biased as a defense attorney, but criminal cases are very fun. <laughs> well, criminal cases are easy to, are usually easier to win on the defense for performance. Yes. And sometimes that creates an, an imbalance because judges have, you know, you tell the judges that it's not based on the legal merits, it's based on the performance, and you end up with two really good teams in a trial the natural inclination is to say, well, they both did a great job. Which one am I going to find for? Well, legally, I would have gone with the defense and then the defense gets an extra point and, and they advance. So from my perspective, I, I like writing civil cases more, but it, it's it's interesting to hear your insight into the into criminal cases as well. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, me and Josh have had these discussions before. Josh is, of course, he's the prosecution, the plaintiff goes around in the defense. And so we kind of feel like most of the time, our team performance is better on defense because we believe it more. But I definitely think that we enjoy the challenge of a plaintiff or prosecution side as well. It's just different sides, different challenges. It's pretty fun, in my yeah, opinion. 
I've kind of floated back and forth from defense and plaintiff or prosecution. And I definitely think it is a challenge when you're on the plaintiff or prosecution to kind of or prosecution to prove your case when you're on that side. But again, like it's more of a challenge. And I think I learn a lot more when I'm challenged rather than just giving the easy side. So I like even though sometimes the defense is almost set up to win better, it's kind of fun to be like, okay, well, how do we not make it that way? Like, how do we say, oh, even though you're inclined to think the defense is stronger, how are we going to prove otherwise? It makes you work a little bit harder. Yeah. And plaintiff always has, I think plaintiff always has really good witnesses. They're always very, have a lot of character. And I think that's something that our team has worked to like get better at. And so we've begun to enjoy like setting aside those plaintiff witnesses and deciding who gets to be which one. As high school students, you served as middle school coaches. How did that experience benefit you? Working as a coach definitely allows you, it really opens your eyes to a different perspective. I think as a performer, you're very focused on your role. You know, I'm this, I'm this, I'm going to make sure that my role is as best as I can be. And of course you're working with your teammates, but your focus is writing, you know, writing this closing, writing this cross um, and making sure your objections for this witness are great. But with middle school, you're kind of working every single role. You're looking at it from every single angle because you have prosecution witnesses coming to ask you questions. You've got defense attorneys coming to ask you questions, everything. And it makes you really think of it at a really different angle, which really helps when you go back to your high school mock trial and you're able to do that with your case instead of just looking from this fixed point of your role. And like, especially with objections, when you're forced to explain yourself, you are made to understand it a lot better. So like we would serve as judges for our scrimmages and, you know, I would sustain an objection. And then after the trial, they'd come up to me and they say, why did you sustain that? What can I do? And really think about it. Why did I sustain it? You know, what can they do to make it overruled instead? And that really helps you when you're back in your role again, because you can think with that same thought process of what will a judge sustain this objection and what can I do to make them not basically. Yeah, I agree with that too, especially with being forced to go into a different role. Like I did an opening one time when I was in eighth grade, but if you're the only opener there, you're helping with openings. So just kind of like you're forced to do stuff that maybe you've done once or maybe you haven't done at all, but you're helping with it. And so maybe you do help with something with middle school and you're like, hmm, maybe I'd like to try that in high school. And also it just kind of plugs that hole of you're missing mock trial in the spring and you're like, okay, I'm going to do mock trial in the fall and help the middle school. We definitely, during middle school mock trial, like the entire time we're helping, like, I can't wait for my case. I can't wait to do this. So it definitely fills in the spot where we're missing mock trial. Yeah. Hannah and Josh have definitely taken kind of huge roles with middle school. And from my experience with working with middle school too, it's really fun to kind of learn about what you do yourself through middle school like helping younger kids write their stuff and explaining like, why does this sound better than this? And why should you write this in instead of this? And kind of the legal parts helps me learn myself. And also you kind of create relationships with the middle school students and you have your own little cheer team at your competitions. Cause I know they've come and watch us before Zoom uh, competition. They would come and watch us and they're always so engaged and it really helps create a stronger eventual high school team as well. I would agree with that. It sounds like it's just a real mock trial community. Mr. Wheeler, 
How can high school students support the middle school mock trial program? Well, I think it's exactly like Josh and Hannah and Brooke have said that if if you are in a system like Harlan, where there is a thriving middle school program and a, and a fantastic high school program, to have the high school students go and volunteer their time as coaches or as resources at the middle school helps both programs. I mean, as you, as you guys have just said, you know, you learn a lot about yourself and your own presentation styles by watching, watching and helping them. It also kind of gets you into the groove of mock trial. You know, you've got a, a three-month advantage because you're you're already you know kind of done spring training before your high school comes out. Our high school case comes out, and I don't know if your high school has silver cord or volunteer hours for recognition at graduation, but that's also a great way to kind of compile those volunteer hours. If you're part of a, a program that has a high school mock trial but no middle school, you know, you all have the power. To, to influence whether there's a middle school program that starts. You know, simply identify a teacher or an advisor at the middle school level and say, hey, can we try this at middle school? We'll help. We'll, we'll do a lot of the heavy lifting with the students, but we need, a, we need a faculty sponsor to do that. And I think high school programs benefit from middle school mock trial. Number one, it means that by the time a student is a freshman, if they've participated in middle school mock trial at all, at least they know the basics you know, where to stand, what this whole case file looks like, what the various roles and time limits are, what the heck an objection actually is. All of those things are important and and kind of elevate. And then, as I said, just from your participation as a a peer coach with middle school, it, it kind of helps your own performance. So I encourage, if you've already got a middle school program, volunteer. If you don't have a middle school program, Ask your high school coach or, at, or find someone at the middle school to, to encourage them to do that. As you reflect on your mock trial career, what would you repeat? I would repeat how hard I worked, I guess, is what I would say. I feel like I put in a lot of time and dedication, and I made it a big part of my life, especially during the season, but during off-season too. And I definitely would do that again. Even though if I would have looked back, like I knew, oh, there was going to be a pandemic and everything was going to be changed, I would never regret how hard I worked regardless, because I think it's taught me a lot about being dedicated to something and seeing the tangible benefits from it. And also, if I could go back and do competitions again, I definitely would, because I loved competing. Yeah. Yeah, there are definitely some cases, some trials that I would love to repeat. Some of them because, you know, we... We were feeling very good about it, but we were feeling very threatened. And then some of them where we we were really on our toes and we were really close to the competition. Those are honestly some of the most interesting ones and some of the most fun ones. But, you know, in general, I think I just repeat all the time that I got to spend with my teammates was just so memorable. And it was so, it was just so fun and so, you know, interesting. And it was, I was happy to hang out with them all the time. You know, there's just that special moment, like after a trial when everyone's talking over each other talking about what about this happened and did you see this those are some of my favorite moments from our trial that I would love to repeat again yeah the excitement is definitely unparalleled like when you have breaks and everyone just gets together and they're like oh my gosh did you see this person did this or can you believe they said that like and then you're kind of like oh shh, shh, the other team is there shh, can't be saying this and then you're like oh my gosh the like the adrenaline rush is definitely like something I only really experienced in mock trial like that. So you're forced to sit still for so much of it. You're like buzzing with energy, but for three hours, you're just 
back still in your seat. And then as soon as you get out, you're everyone's yelling over each other. It's, it's a great experience for sure. And it definitely has like the most like intense, like you're the most, one of the most intense people when we're competing. Like I can see your like hand shaking and you're like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> there is a very big difference between being the defense attorney counsel and the plaintiff attorney counsel. Yeah. Yes, I, I think I stress some people out with how, with how intense I get during trials. But it's good. It makes it feel, I like the intensity. I can be an intense person. So I definitely love that feeling of like adrenaline and like, this is serious guys. Cause it, it's serious for us. Like some people just see it as a fun competition, but for us, it's like, we spent so many hours on this and we dedicated how much of our lives to it. Like, this is a big deal. It's more than just a trophy. And if you were to reboot your mock trial path, what would you reimagine? I'd say one thing that we really focused on, I think with losing part of last year to the pandemic, we spent a lot of time looking at objections. And I think we learned a lot about objections just this last year. Even though we thought we already knew everything, we definitely didn't. So then just learning that stuff earlier and even helping middle schoolers, because I know we've told them several things, both directions, that would have definitely just, it would have helped a little bit able to set them on a more clear path. Yeah, I definitely would, if I could go back, I would be like, don't assume that something's going to get overruled or someone's not going to make this objection because I know my freshman year at state, someone objected to character evidence on something that I didn't think would be objected to. Like someone had told me, oh, it won't be objected to. So you'll be fine. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, not think about it. I'll prepare on other ways. And I overlooked it. And then it got objected to and sustained. And I'm just standing there like, what do I do? Because now that I'm older, I kind of know how to think on my feet more and I have prepared more. But if I could go back and definitely not assume that things aren't going to happen, just I've always learned to assume things are going to happen. And then if it doesn't, at least be prepared. That's definitely what I would do. In these past few years, compared to where we were as freshmen and sophomores who thought we knew everything, I remember like helping middle school students and, you know, they would ask to me to explain objection that I was like, oh, I don't, I don't really know this very well. I need to go back and look. So yeah, being prepared from the very beginning would be, would have been great. But I think, you know, all the experiences we've had have definitely made us a lot stronger, good or bad. Many amazing attorneys, judges, and justices have judged mock trial tournaments this year and in years past. What famous attorney, judge, or justice would you like to meet? I would love to meet Earl Warren. So he was one of the judges in overturning the Browden versus Board of Education and kind of ruling that segregation by race in schools is not constitutional. And I think that was one kind of the, because we're in school right now, and that's one of the most like monumental pieces of uh, history of law in our country and kind of set the set a precedent for how our schools function and lack of segregation. So I definitely would go back and meet him because I think he'd be a, a pretty cool guy because that was a big thing to kind of push for back in that era. I would actually love to meet Thurgood Marshall. He also argued the Brown versus Board of Education case, and he was the first um, associate justice of the Supreme Court who was Black. And I think that, you know, his passion for civil rights and for social justice and the his skill uh, with law and the way that he used law to make those civil rights movements happen was just amazing. It was so inspiring. 
I like politics a lot. I'm going to go into political science, so I'm going to go a little bit different here. I would love to meet Elena Kagan. She's a current Supreme Court justice. And I just think like she's extremely intelligent. And I think that just the conversations with, with her would be very enlightening and just how she operates and gets people to come to her side over time and just investing that time is, I think it'd be interesting to talk about. For high school freshmen who are interested, what is your best advice for incoming freshmen to high school students interested in mock trial? I just say, take it seriously, but don't take it too seriously because you just want to have fun in the end. That's the purpose of mock trial. The purpose is not to win. The purpose is to enjoy your time with your friends while being able to learn something you maybe wouldn't have done otherwise. And I think that just not taking it too seriously is something that kind of everyone in mock trial needs the lesson at some point in time. So I think that's just all I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Like there's always a balance. There's a balance between being intense in a good way and being um, overbearing on your teammates and work hard for yourself and focus on yourself. But really it, what matters is what lessons you learn, how you learn to speak in front of people and treat people and think on your feet. Focus more on the lessons rather than the outcome because the outcome is so subjective to who's judging you and the other team. You can't put too much of your worth as a team on that. Yeah, definitely like going along with what you said, Brooke, like focusing so much on the outcome. I think I think new members and incoming freshmen can be scared of the high school mock trial experience because, you know, you think as a freshman, I'm going to be facing like seniors and juniors who know what they're doing. And I don't know if I can compete against that, but really it's about, you know, growing as a, a person and growing as a mock trialer. And like, if you trust in yourself, if you trust in your teammates, you are going to do perfectly fine. As you move on to the next chapter on your journey, what are your goals and does it include mock trial? Well, unlike Josh, I'm not really going into anything like political or, you know, law or anything like that, but I'm going to the University of Iowa for chemistry, actually, but I definitely still want to be a part of mock trial. I don't think, you know, after, after six years, I don't think I can, you know, completely leave it behind. So I definitely want to be part of their mock trial program throughout the years as, you know, as long as I can do it and, you know, see where it takes me. I'd love to, I'd love to reprise my role as um, a closer and maybe hopefully a crosser, but, you know, anything that they can give me, anything to be part of that program and, you know, to see the next level experience, the next level of mock trial is going to be fantastic. I'm very excited for it. I'm going to Iowa as well. So Hannah, myself, and one other member of our team would like to join the Iowa mock trial team and just helping with Anything the high school or middle school team needs back at Harlan, I'm willing to help from a ways away because it's just, we've done so much for that program. I don't want to just leave it all behind. It means more than that. Yeah, I'm going to the University of Nebraska, Lincoln, and I'm not planning on being part of their team, but I definitely still want to stay connected to the mock trial program here. And I've already told like the middle school and high school coaches, like, feel free to have people send things my way that they need help revising or um, working on because I don't want to be a stranger because this program has done so much for me in terms of becoming more confident in my speaking skills, my professional skills. And those lessons will help me in college. So I just want to keep giving back to the program. So here in Iowa, we do allow college students to sometimes serve as judges. So I have made a mental note 
of Josh and Hannah when we, when the Iowa City Regional comes around for middle school. Don't be uh, alarmed if you get an email from me. And Brooke Lincoln is not that far from Council Bluffs. So uh, as long as I make sure you don't judge your old team, you are invited as well to, to help with uh, the budging aspects. We're from a really small regionals. I'd love to see how these bigger schools and these bigger regionals operate. That'd be fantastic. Now, for our final question, how would you describe your mock trial experience in one word? We'll start with you, Hannah. All right. One word is pretty difficult coming from someone in mock trial. I have to say priceless. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade my experience for anything in the world. Josh? I'd say transformative. It's done a lot for all of us. So I think that's the only way. Brooke? And I would say growth because I think I've grown in a lot of different ways by being in mock trial in ways that I wouldn't have if I hadn't joined. And Mr. Wheeler? So I'm with Hannah. I, I can't put it into one word, but I, I will try. Today's word is joy, unbroidled joy, to see the tremendous growth and progress that the three of you and all of the um, seniors have made, um, especially dealing with circumstances this year with virtual mock trial. You put an awful lot into it. and and I got a lot of joy out of it. My only regret is that I wasn't able to actually you know, get to see you guys in person. I know I'll see you again soon because you are judging for me. But just seeing what students are able to accomplish when presented with a challenge just brings me great joy. And I know that our, our, our communities, our state, and our country is, is in good hands when we transition to, uh, to a new generation in charge because of, of what I've, I've witnessed you all are capable of doing. So joy and, and thanks, really. Certainly. Congratulations again, Harlan High School graduates. Awesome, congrats to seniors across the country. Thank you for reflecting on your mock trial journey and sharing words of advice to our listening mockers. And Mr. Wheeler, Thanks for all that you do. This podcast is made possible by mockers like you. So please click the subscribe button for new episodes. Join us next time on All Things Mock Trials.